Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories, the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassia Rice, and I had the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Emma with us. Hello, Emma. Hi. Now, thanks for joining us. That's okay. My pleasure. I've been looking forward to coming on here. Fabulous, fabulous. So tell me a little bit about your business. Um, so my business is FG Marketing and I am a small business marketing specialist, um, really looking to help people um, right at the start of their marketing journey or if they've got to hit a brick wall and, and need some uh, strategic guidance on where to go next. Um, I think the key thing is um, there's so much overwhelm for small business owners when it comes to marketing because there's so much choice. And what I do is I give some clarity around that. Excellent. How did you get started in all of this then? What, tell us a little bit about your journey. Oh, my journey. Well, journey in marketing started some 33 years ago now. So, so back in the days pre-email, um, <laughs> pre-social media, pre-pretty much everything. So it's changed a huge amount in that time. Um, but what it, um, I've always worked in a small um, team of marketers, um, so very much hands-on, which has given me kind of a unique perspective in looking at pretty much every aspect of marketing. And that's been the case um, right up until I left the corporate world some nine years ago now um, and went and travelled and lived in New Zealand for a while and did some freelance work over there and then came back and decided not to go back to the corporate world and, and start out on my own. Um, so that's kind of my uh, journey in a nutshell. Um, but I am a small business owner, so I can hugely relate to people and what they're doing with their marketing, because obviously I have to fit that marketing in for my own business. Yes. And I think that there's so much to do when you're starting off your own business. And marketing is one of those key aspects to it. So what some of the challenges have, have you seen or faced? Um, oh, <laughs> Lots of them. And, and, and I think the biggest one I come across when I speak to speak to small business owners who even they may have been established in business for a while, um, but they may be very good at networking, um, which is a form of, of marketing. But obviously, given the um, you know more recent stuff, it's, it's kind of the digital and the online. That's where most small businesses would focus their marketing. But even that offers so much choice. Um, where do I start? Who is it I want to speak to? Um, so one of the biggest challenges is actually the audience is defining the audience and a lot of small businesses don't potentially put as much emphasis on, on really nailing that as perhaps they should. So they're busy out there on market on, on different platforms, I should say, um, but not really engaging with the clients that they want to work with. So that's one of the biggest challenges. Even I found that when I really started to look at myself as a, as a small business owner, um, I was a freelance marketer for a while. That's quite a different mindset. So there's another challenge um, was, was really who did I want to work with and finding out how I engage with them. Um, the messages that I would use in my marketing, the wording I would use to really resonate. You know, there's so much noise out there and I, I've used noise a couple of times already here, but there is so much content going on. Um, how do you really engage with your ideal clients so that's that's one of the biggest challenges for any small business owner whether they're established or starting out yeah and i think it's really important to know who you're talking to uh, who is your client and i think a lot of us think we know who that is how would we go about what would be the steps to go about defining 
who our ideal client would be? It's really looking at one, the service that you offer, service or product that you offer, and how that's going to benefit them. So when you're um, any marketing that you do or any messaging that you put out there, any content you put out there, it's actually about them. It's not about your business. Um, you know, a lot of people, oh, I've got a nice shiny new website. And well, so what? Um, what's in it for me? What am I going to get out of it? So a lot of the marketing messaging has to be switched around to really focus in on that client. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to resonate with them? So where are they in terms of their, um, I call it pain and pleasure points. So they might, um, for my clients, for example, I really have no time to do marketing or I have limited budget to do marketing. So I would then look at how can my service tick the boxes and help them get from that pain point where marketing is just all too much to think about to a stage where they understand what marketing they want to do. They're managing it. They're knowledgeable on it. Their confidence has grown. They're clear on where they're going. So it's about going from those. It's really identifying those pain points that your client has and how your service or product is going to help them get to the pleasure point. That's the, that's the really key one. And a lot of people don't really focus on that. They focus on the benefits of their service, how their client's going to benefit. That's, that's okay. That's not enough to really resonate with people these days. Right. No, I think that's really important to understand actually what is it you're, you're solving for the person. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Now I've come across that sometimes it's good to think of one person. Would you think of one person or a group of people when you're. This is a really interesting one as well, because there's a lot of talk and discussion about um, client avatars. Most people always think of avatars being to do with the film, yes. but client avatars, client personas. Um, for a small business, most small business owners are going to be quite frightened about niching really in on one specific client. Uh, an example in point is a client I've just worked with. Um, she's wanted a website. I've worked, helped with her do the wording, the messaging for her website. She's chosen to offer business planning services to creative, small business creative entrepreneurs so she's really niched down that's very specific but actually what a great position because all her messaging is then much easier she knows exactly who it is she's talking to she's even given them a name it, you know it, it, it should be as as, um, as detailed as that really um, although sometimes depending on your service or product you might have two or three variations of a client and that's okay but they should have overall quite a few common denominators. So they shouldn't be three completely separate or disparate clients who have nothing in common because how is your marketing going to work? You can't market to one, one week, and then your messaging changes completely. So I would say a maximum of three for a small business. Obviously that changes as you, as you grow and your brand is more um, familiar. Um, but we're talking about small business owners. So yes. Two, one to three, absolute maximum. Excellent. And I think that's kind of be reassuring to some business owners because I think uh, you're right. A lot of people talk about talk to one person who is the one client you have. And they go, well, I have so many. <laughs> if I had a pound for every time I've asked the question, who's your ideal client? And people come back and say, oh, well, it's everyone. 
Yes. <laughs> How's your marketing actually going to engage with them? If you're talking to everyone, every age group, every demographic, everyone, it's, it's just not. And, and any social media activity you do, any marketing you invest in, it's kind of a little bit wasted without defining who those clients are. Yes. No, absolutely. So once we've defined our ideal client, clients, clients, what, what would be the next stage? Really to, you, found, you know, you, you found out where they show up. Um, often it's a question of reviewing the content or, or the marketing that you're putting out there or where you're showing up as a business. It may well be that you're on every social media platform known to man, but actually is that manageable? Can you really focus on that as a small business owner? I know I can't. I'm on I'm I'm active on three social media platforms there are others but those are the three that I've chosen they're where my ideal clients are and those are the ones that I focus on investing the time that I have in in growing an audience and building that no like and trust so that's the next step is actually looking at what you're doing at the moment and and really being quite strict on is it one can I manage it all uh, two, is it really where they are, where I should be showing up? And sometimes it's about it's about culling some of those, putting them on hold, um, which some people are quite scared of as well because I want to be out there and I want to be on everything. That isn't achievable for a small business. That, that's just not achievable. And this, if you've got somebody who's doing it full time for you, then okay, maybe. But not many small businesses are going to have somebody doing all their marketing for them full time. No, and that, and that makes a lot of sense because uh, you can't be everything to everyone. So no, absolutely not. And 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 in some ways, that's where the overwhelm is. I've got to be on here. Joe blogs my one of my competitors is all over Instagram, or they're great on LinkedIn. But that's okay. That's fine for that particular person. Might not be quite right for your business, or maybe if you niche down slightly, you don't necessarily need to be on all those platforms. I always say one or two maximum know them really well make the most of them primarily without spending any money um it's just a question of resources it's about really understanding those platforms so that you get the best out of them excellent and i'm guessing then once you know where they're hanging out and you, you've picked your two to three platforms then that also helps you decide on what sort of content what the what to say Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the what to say or the messaging is probably at the stage of when you know who your ideal client is, you've defined um, their pain and pleasure points, and you've got a group of messages that are always what your marketing is about. Um, and actually having a statement, if you can, that would summarize, I do this for these people, and this is how I do it. And you kind of print that up, you have it in your office or wherever you're based. And that's everything that your marketing is about. So I'm not saying you would use that all the time, but that is the essence of what you want to be communicating. So um, I know you mentioned sort of challenges and what have I learned. One of the biggest things I've learned in more recent times about marketing my own business is I always think strategically, what is this going to do? Is this going to get me to where I want to be by investing in this activity, creating video creating uh, social media memes, whatever it might be, I'm always thinking about the strategic point to it rather than, oh, I must be on social media every day. 
so again it's it's maybe thinking slightly differently about these things but yeah that that's that's another tip to take away excellent so there's a lot you covered so uh, if somebody's listening to this thinking that sounds exactly what i need uh, i've run in a business and i would like somebody to have a look at my marketing help me with that how would they contact you emma um, I do have um, an Instagram account, which is FG Marketing Consultancy. Um, I have a website, fg-marketing.com. And I offer um, to anyone who is interested a free 30-minute review. So you can pick my brains. You can ask me specific questions. Um, it can be a phone call. It can be a Zoom call. And that gives people a real insight into how I work. Um, I work with people that's a big thing for me. I work in partnership with people. Um, I like the one-to-one so that they get the most value out of it rather than sort of group um, training sessions and stuff like that. But yeah, a lot of people have taken me up on this um, free 30 minute review because it gives them an insight into what I can offer. Um, But there's, there's, you know, you can, you can download um, some bits on my website. You can sign up to um, weekly marketing tips if that's that's where you're at at the moment it's just a little bite-sized nugget every week of information about helping your marketing get to where it should be fabulous thank you ever so much that's okay my pleasure excellent so if you know of anybody that would benefit from being on the show uh, any sort of business owners um, please do let me know uh, just contact me and we'll see you soon take care bye bye Emma bye The Federation of Small Businesses, with practical help for business owners such as employment protection, navigating the complex, time-consuming and costs of up to £100,000 per claim for each of our members. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.